Welcome to Nature Finds a Way, a pop culture podcast where we nerd out about biology facts and fiction in some of our favorite books, movies, and TV shows. I'm Lindsay, and she's Sarah, and we are marine biologists in recovery. And today we are finishing up our spooktober spooktacular mm, with <laughs> spookiest one of all, Hocus Pocus. Oh my goodness. Good old Hocus Pocus. Mm. I had not seen this movie since it came out. Yeah, I don't think I had either. I don't know. It's yeah. Hard to tell. It, um, it was a fun movie. It was. There's no Heads science up. in this movie. There's there's nothing sciencey or naturey. So we're going to stretch the limits of our podcast constraints to talk about this movie anyways, because it's great. Yep. Because also, yeah, Bette Midler, Kathy Namji, and Sarah Jessica Parker in basically the only thing I like Sarah Jessica Parker in, apparently. Um, yeah. <laughs> oh. um, yeah. Do you like her in original Footloose? No, because I don't like that movie. That's fair. Um, I'm out. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. No, she's great in this because she is as ridiculous as she wants to be, basically. Mm-hmm. And... It's just lovely. It is. And yeah, no, the witches in this movie are so funny, so funny and like evil, but like suitable for nine-year-olds evil. Exactly. Yeah, definitely. I was nine when this movie came out in 1993. And Mm -hmm. I have a memory of us being at the theater, which when I first started watching it seems crazy because Amanda was five, but it's also rated PG. So, you know, depending on what the trailers were, there's nothing to suggest that it would have terrified a five-year-old until yeah, we started it, watching it so yeah yeah i don't know yeah we definitely wouldn't have gone to the theater to see this but definitely amanda has no yeah. recollection of that so it didn't scar her everything excellent fine. excellent <laughs> if you've been living under a rock yeah let's talk about what the movie is for a minute yeah so hocus pocus yeah came out in 1993 and it's these three witches in the town of salem and in the 17th century they like lure get ex they they yeah they lure children to create this spell to make themselves live forever and then they do the spell and then they get executed and then they live in this candle and if this candle ever gets lit by a virgin then they will come back at halloween or something yeah and then they all know about that for 300 years Mm -hmm. and no one destroys them yeah yeah, they just, and they, or like, put it behind glass. It's just like, loose in the Salem Museum yep. of Witchcraft. Until an unsuspecting child moves from Los Angeles to Salem and hates his life and has mm-hmm. to take his kid sister trick-or-treating and meets this, like, way too nice and beautiful teenage girl. Mm-hmm. Yep. Not that she's, like, she actually looks like the right age. Like, she's not... Yeah, like a 25 it's, like, year old there's nothing wrong with her. Old, but... It's just, you know, it's just a fantasy yeah. of boys. Like, he loves her. He's yes. able to talk to her properly, and then she falls in love with him. Yes, in, like, a, a day. Yeah. yeah, yeah, that's the unrealistic part. And then, yeah, he lights the candle, and he's a virgin because he's 15. And there's, like, a weird fixation with, like, teenage virginity in this movie. It's, mm-hmm. yeah, it's... like. It's strange Not because great. they <laughs> don't say anything about it. Like they say, like it needs to be mm-hmm. lived by a virgin. It didn't say. Like I was really expecting it to be a virgin female. I guess just because of the way that yeah, the else. connotation of that word. Yeah, yeah. Um, and so then I was actually kind of surprised that it was him. And then for like yeah. twenty minutes, they don't bring it up, and then they do. But then they also like it's like they it's really weird. I don't know. I feel like they're like 
We're making a Disney movie, so we can't swear, but we're going to say virgin as many times as we can and make that our yeah. curse. Like it was it was a very weird treatment. Like it wasn't the normal tropes either. I don't know. Maybe yeah, it was weird. Maybe people didn't know how to, I don't know. It's just, it was strange. Yeah, yeah. It seemed there was, yeah, definitely more focus than I needed there to be in a Disney movie about yeah. the non-existent sex lives yeah. of teenagers. 14 or 15 I'm like of course he's a yeah virgin. like 15 like this isn't yeah. like a like a haha you're still a virgin it was like yes of course he is like yeah you know, like if he's not there's something wrong like it's well not wrong but not like wrong wrong but like for a disney movie yeah yeah mm-hmm. so yeah. it's just yeah, like, it was, yeah very it was yeah and also i hate the whole concept but anyways yes exactly. <laughs> that's, that's a, a conversation for a other thing different podcast yes yeah, so these witches come and they wreak havoc. Wreak havoc and go from like thinking that the asphalt road is like a black river to then like making pop culture jokes. Mm-hmm. It's weird. <laughs> it's weird. But they are very lovely and charming. They like trick or they what's the word I'm looking for? Like convince the all the grown ups. There's like a big Halloween grown up Halloween she party. She puts a spell on them. That's oh strange. yeah, so yeah, she they put a spell on the grown ups. The grown ups just keep dancing and think nothing's wrong. And meanwhile, they try to lure all the kids to their creepy mansion, which is the Salem Museum. And yeah, yeah. And then they play like the teenagers play tricks on them or like trick them into seeing daylight and thinking that it's daytime, but it's just electric lights. Because they're from the 1700s, so they don't know about electricity. And then... Then they all end up at the graveyard. and Oh, yeah, they go to the graveyard. Distract yeah. them until the sun comes up, and then they turn to them. Yes, basically. Because, basically. not because they're vampires, but because the spell that brought them back only lasted a minute. Yes. And then it, they go from being, like, yeah, the spell that was keeping them alive only lasted long enough, and then they turn to dust because they technically died, like, 400 exactly. years ago. Just like Mother yeah. Gothel. Basically, exactly Indeed. the same story. It's very Mother Gothel, except with different songs and no less hair. Also true. And <laughs> no Flynn. Less hair. And more Doug Jones playing an awesome zombie. <laughs> and also, I, I love, um, what's her face? Not Baby Newworth. It's the woman who plays mm. the dance instructor in center stage. Who oh, plays the mom? Mother, yeah, who's Mother Goff. No, not the mom. The dance instructor. Oh, Mother yeah. Goff. Yes. Uh, who plays Mother yes, Goff yes, and yes. she can sing incredibly, mm-hmm. but she's not that Riddler singing I'll Put a Spell on You. That is just... Oh. Ugh. Plus... Yeah, so good. You're just sitting there watching Kathy and Jimmy and you're like, I think I gotta watch Sister Act again. And... I know. Well, when Disney Plus first came out, I watched Sister Act 1 and then I forgot to watch Sister oh, Act no. 2. So Sister that's Act happening tomorrow. Sister Act 2 is the better one. It's one of those sequels. I know. Oh, Ugh, Sister Act so 2 good. is so good. Oh, man. Anyway, no science <laughs> in Sister Act 2, so we can't do it. No. Not even a little bit. They don't even go to science class. Nope. Um, so... Do you want to talk a little bit about witches and feminism? <laughs> sure, I can try a little bit. So, you know, witches, it's it's a really contradictory term. It's uh, not contradictory, um, a loaded term. And there's history basically throughout all of history of people, women being called witches because they don't conform, basically. And there's also... The Wiccan side of it, where there's actual rituals and there's actual things. And there's also the mythical side of it, where, you know, stories like this and other stories where there's witches who can perform magic. And there are good Mm -hmm. witches and there are bad witches and there are misunderstood witches. And there's lots and lots and lots and lots of examples I could list. Yes. Like Willow or 
Glinda mm. and Elphaba. Thinking about misunderstood. <gasps> yeah, if you misunderstood. If you go for the, that, um, the musical, not the book of Wicked. Mm. No, she's misunderstood in the book too. But then, yeah. Well, it's just it's it's just the same story from multiple perspectives. Exactly. And when you look at it from a different perspective, you realize, yeah, yeah, like. Oh, maybe she's not actually just straight out evil. She's just green and therefore people make assumptions about her. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yes. She's green and has anger. Yeah. Yeah. Sorry, now I'm about to go down a Starkid tangent and can't get more any more distracted. Oh, yeah. <laughs> so there's witches like that and there's good witches like mm-hmm. Sabrina, the teenage witch from the 90s television show. I don't mm. know about Netflix. And then there's actual bad witches. Yeah. Which, you know, the argument here is that they do lure children so that they be can stay young and live forever yeah also there's maleficent who oh yeah she's pretty straight out evil yep and the (laughs) witch from snow white who's just Mm. you know also pretty evil and mother gothel yes also mother gothel very evil (laughs) super evil (laughs) but yeah but yeah and but on the other hand there could just be women who are misunderstood and shunned because they Mm-hmm. I don't know, are not normal, according to what and then people, the society fiction, thinks normal is. And then fiction yeah. takes that and uh, changes it. Spins a tale, Spins a as tale. fiction and or history yes. does. And when I was yeah. watching this and thinking about witches and evil witches and all of that stuff, I thought about Morbid of Destiny because I have a slight <laughs> obsession, always have had, uh, with Babysitter's with Club. Ba- yeah. <laughs> and watching the Netflix, uh, Morbid of Destiny in the Netflix show, which is amazing, go watch it, says mm. uh, that she is a witch. She's a spiritual practitioner. And historically, the term witch has been used to describe people, primarily women, who refuse to conform to society's expectations of who they should be, which is basically how I feel about all of these people that we've mentioned, except for, yes. I don't know, the Queen and Snow White. I don't know. There's definitely evil ones. And that's the problem, right? Like, you're always going to come up with. But this one was actually evil. And I'm like, yeah, well, you know, nobody's perfect all the time. Willow was evil for a while, too. Spoilers. (laughs) Yeah, totally. And like, you know, I feel as a person in my 30s who isn't married. Yep. And like, exactly doesn't really want to be i probably would have been um, mm-hmm. accused of being a witch if i lived in yeah the 1800s I know. We're or both 1700s single women yeah. in our mid to late 30s who are scientists so yeah so therefore witches yeah. yeah yep yep um yeah so there is a black cat in this we talked about black cats in our sort of generic halloween episode last year but fun fact, the black cat in this is the same black cat that was Salem in the 90s Sabrina and the Teenage Witch. That show was so awesome. I love Salem. Oh my god. I love, well, I love that show, except when it got weird. It should not have lasted for as long oh, as Oh no, did. definitely not. But I'm just thinking about the, <laughs> but, the heyday of TJF when they all had the oh my gosh. crossovers and she was on Boy Meets World and... Oh, it was so good. So good. So good. Yeah. Oh, here's science. Do you want to talk about the daylight savings? Yeah, so thing? the daylight savings trick was when he was like, you guys are trying to kill my sister and um, you can't because sunlight's going to come up before you get a chance because I know something you don't know because it's the uh, I live in the now and you live in the past. And it's daylight savings. Haha. And then they turn the truck lights on and they think the sun is up and they start melting in fear. Yeah. But fall daylight savings is actually an extra hour of night. So... The sun isn't going to rise. I don't know what time, what the actual sunrises are like in Massachusetts, but like 8.30. Pretty similar to here. Probably. Yeah. Well, at Halloween, 
Yeah. Yeah. What time was sunrise here this morning? Was like eight. Yeah, probably seven fifty. It was seven thirty-four on Thursday because I have to keep track of it for running. I'm not a weird obsessive sunrise. <laughs> yeah, seven thirty-nine. So yeah, it may be a little bit earlier in Massachusetts yeah. because they're a little bit south of us. Mm-hmm. Um, so probably uh, because it's Halloween's in two weeks. So probably yeah. About so it's 740 like in the yeah. Morning. So and daylight savings also because October. Well, no, then. daylight savings is Halloween this week, this year, because yeah, yeah, yeah. But they the they Sunday. they stretched it out. Yeah. Anyways, daylight savings also they could have used the word like electricity, and they also wouldn't have known what that meant. Exactly. So there's a lot of things that they could have used. Like I was waiting for him. Yeah. I was like, what is he going to do? Because he's giving this whole speech about technology in the 90s, and like it's going to be some yeah. awesome 90s joke. And I was like, daylight savings. And that's sad. Yeah. Wish it was a bit sad. Something cooler and more 1993, like his awesome tie dye <laughs> and his floppy hair. Oh my gosh! Oh, his hair was so floopy and, and floppy. Ridiculous. We woven backpack. Oh my gosh, so ridiculous. And then Thora Birch's like whole outfit. She plays a little sister. She's like super young, Thora Birch. Um, yeah, very 90s. Oh my gosh. Mm. So crazy. I think just all of Thora Birch's 90s, right? Like, yeah. I mean, she's done some stuff more recently, but it's not like the iconic no, all I can think Thora Birch is, stuff. Uh, now and then. Oh my gosh. Right? I love that movie. <laughs> Makes me cry just thinking about it. <laughs> um, yeah. So then they get to the graveyard and they command, dig up, rise from the dead, um, Billy Butcherson, who is a zombie, who I guess... Was that somebody that they knew back in Yeah, he was Salem? Uh, Bette Midler's boyfriend, and then he left her for right. Sarah Jessica Parker. Yes. I was a little bit distracted at the beginning of the movie. Sarah yeah. Jessica Parker is boy crazy, and it's quite yes. funny. Yes. Um, yeah, so Billy Butcherson as a zombie, well, and also I think as a human, is played by Doug Jones, who's like a pretty well-known character, like creature actor. He uh, He's currently starring in Star Trek Discovery as Saru. Which who's like a Kelpian, so it's like a humanoid, um, but he walks on like hooves, like a like an ungulate. It, you might know him from being one of the gentlemen in Hush, yeah. uh, the episode of Buffy. He was in like the Magic in the not Magic in the Water. That was the one we just did. Shape of Water. Shape of Water. Yeah, he plays like the the water creature in that. He's ridiculous. He's so, so good. He just like because he, he he can act through like crazy prosthetic makeup obviously. like nobody else, yeah. and he, like his physicality of like his arms and legs and like his whole being is just yeah so good just go watch hush Ugh. this isn't another secret yes. trick to watch you to make you watch discovery like that last episode of <laughs> discovery but you could it just you started could. back again you could but because we there's no science in hush so just go watch hush yes it yes go watch hush. Up. best episode one of the best episodes of television ever oh of all time okay yeah so then Billy Butcherson plays this, like, zombie who you think is going to be evil, and then he actually turns out to be really nice. Yeah, which I like. I like that he's there and they have a, um, well, they have two magical sidekicks who help them out. Oh, yeah. Yeah, because then they have the cat, who's the brother of the girl that was killed. Mm-hmm. He, all I know about him is he has a really annoying and really bad British accent. Yeah, it's really strange. Oof. And also because it's Salem, yeah. the cat from Sabrina, it's really mm-hmm. weird to see. I know, because he was. To, like, hear yeah. that voice come out of him, and I'm like, that's strange. Yeah. But he's very handy and like saves the day a bunch of oh, times. Oh, yeah. So yeah, no, he's, yeah. He's the provider of exposition. Yes. Uh, exposition. And then also like creepy ish, like romantic interest with Thora Birch, who's like eight. 
Yeah, it's a little bit strange. Um, it was unnecessary. The end where his ghost sister shows up and I'm like, mm-hmm. am I watching A Christmas Carol? And then they walk yeah. off together and it's like really long. It was, yeah, yeah, that was weird. It was very weird. It took forever. <laughs> mm-hmm. But Yeah, I think I gave up on the very, very end because I was like, okay, the movie's over. I'm going to wash my dishes. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Oh, okay. So before we move on to other stuff, the only actual like animal other than the black cat, which we've already talked about in this movie, is at the end, these moths come out of Billy Butcherson's mouth. And according to Doug Jones, they were actual real moths, which, ugh, gross. Yeah. Gross. Um, but moths are, like, they're really dusty. And so we wanted to talk a bit about why moths are not actually, it's not actually dust on moths. It's um, moths and butterflies. The pattern that makes the colors and the um, texture of their wings are these scales. And the scales on their wings is, like, the key characteristic of moths and butterflies, or Lepidoptera. So other insects that have wings don't have these scales on them. Uh, moths and butterflies in the insect order Lepidoptera. Lepidoptera is from the Greek for scaly wings. And um, so, yeah, so the powder that's on their wings, like, if you touch their wings or if they brush up on stuff, the powder can come off. And I always remember, like, as a kid, if you see a butterfly, like, if you touch their wings and the powder comes off, they're going to die or whatever. Yeah. It doesn't immediately kill them, but... And also losing the scales on their wing doesn't, like, the scales don't have any purpose other than decorative or, like, camouflage. Um, they don't really help them fly. But if you're touching their wings strong enough to remove scales, then you're probably damaging yeah. the wings also. Yeah. So, yeah, I hope that the moths in his mouth were, like, on like on um, on wires or something, I and they, like, they weren't were, they, alive ones. He talks about it when he's on the buffering episode for Hush, mm-hmm. because uh, Kristen Russo loves this movie. Which is a <laughs> so he talks about yeah. it there, and yeah. it's been a long time since I've listened to that, but he did explain mm-hmm. it, and it was super cool. But I like I feel that there was a wire or something happening. Yeah, like like they're not alive moths. I don't. Think. I don't think so. But I don't think real. that like yeah, which is gross yeah. and would taste really bad. Yeah. I assume. Yeah. I've never tasted a moth. Me either. Probably. Gross. <laughs> I'm going to assume gross. They smell gross when they are when you're up close to them. Mm. <laughs> They don't think you smell that great either. (laughs) Yeah, probably not. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. I think, what was the calming circle part? Lindsay wrote down here, we could all use a calming circle, which I agree. It's right before they get on the bus. Bette Midler is like on a knot about having to do the spell before sunrise and like having to get back Mm -hmm. because the kids have their book and all this stuff. And Kathy and Jimmy in her amazingness is like, we should have a calming circle. And I was like, calming circle sounds great. If only I had yes. more than one person I could hold hands with, because Sarah and I don't make a circle. <laughs> no, like, it's a sad circle. <laughs> we need to mask up yeah. and go and glove up and go find some people we can have a calming go, circle. Yeah, with. calming circle. Yeah. Oh, sounds great. Sign me up. Mm-hmm. Sign yeah, so that was basically up. the best part. I was like, nice. this is what we need. This is what, right now, this is what we need. And that's that's all I got. No science. Yeah. Sorry. That that probably brings us to the end of this episode. If you've got other witchy questions about nature and science, you can hit us up on social media at Nature Finds a Pod on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. Or you can check out our website, naturefindsapod.com. And while you're there, don't forget to subscribe to our podcast. Yeah. We will be back in two weeks with some science guaranteed. And also tears. 
because we will be talking about Mighty Joe Young. (sighs) (sighs) Yay. Yay, science. Yay, science. All right. Happy Halloween, everybody. Bye. Stay safe.